This is Rachel Balducci, and you're listening to Spill the Tea, a podcast of the Department of Communication at Augusta University. All right, guys, welcome back to Spill the Tea. I'm Jackson Garner, a sophomore communication major, and this is... I'm Drew Wall. I'm a junior communications major. And uh, so we're going to be talking about sports again. And I'm not going to lie to you, dude. There is not a lot of sports news out right now. Not really. We get, well, I nothing big. No, nothing big, but just like a lot of little things. Yeah. Um, you know, we got, we'll talk about all this, but we got Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, uh, the Jalen Carter news, March Madness, Masters coming up. But like, there has really been nothing that's like grabbed my attention no. at all. Um, I mean, I guess the Jalen Carter news is interesting to me because I'm a Georgia fan, and it's just, like, I feel bad for him, but at the same time, like, I don't really know much about the situation, like, because I don't know if you, like, well, we just talked about it, but he had just had his pro day, I believe, and he was, like, 15 pounds, I think that's what you said, we talked a little bit about this off camera, he's, like, 15 pounds overweight of, like, what he was supposed to be or whatever, and he couldn't even, I saw something yesterday that he couldn't even, like, complete the drills. No. He, I guess, even, I guess he did he not run the 40. Oh, he didn't run the 40? Nope. So, I mean, I get, like, I guess with all the stress going on, you just put on a few pounds. No, I mean, I completely get that. But, you know, this is like a premier athlete. You know, yeah. Jalen Carter is not just a, some – he's not just a big guy. I mean, this is like you're made in a lab yeah. kind of guy. And it's not really – I'm not really worried about the fact that he put on so much weight. It's just the fact that, like, he was just out of shape and couldn't complete the drills. Yeah. Like – I mean, I was never, I've never played in college per se, but like I know what kind of conditioning and like what yeah. their workload is in terms of, you know, the physical demands that's required of them. But I don't know if you're doing a pro day and you can't even complete the drills. I mean, he's probably been out of the game. He probably hasn't been training in a while. No. And um, I, I mean, I guess that comes with the stress of what he's been dealing with and he was potentially facing jail time. I think it just came out, I just told you like, an hour ago that he's not facing jail time so that's good hopefully that's enough to like you know he can put his mind back to football hopefully i don't know if you've looked at the the mock draft lately has he dropped any i don't think so but i think some people are projecting him to drop maybe like a few spots with just his pro day performance yeah so and i wouldn't be surprised if he does either I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, this is a guy that was, you know, supposed to be going number one overall. Yeah. Like two months ago, you heard people talking about this is the number one, number two pick. Yeah. And um, all that news came out. So, I mean, it's a really sad situation. But, you know, I was also talking to you about this, too. I think it's kind of kind of lame that he had to go through all that because, I mean, supposedly he was reckless driving, he was racing. But he wasn't really – can you really put the blame on him, though, for, like, what happened to his no. you know, friends and his teammates? You, you can't. Know? You know, that girl driving that car, you know, bless her heart, bless her family and everything. But, like, you know, she was twice over the legal limit. Yeah. I, I think it's what I what I read. And, um, I mean, you can't really put the blame on Jalen there. I mean, she was no. driving under the influence. Like, if, if it was a different situation, like, say he was just caught reckless driving, racing, mm-hmm. and somebody else didn't die or two people die in the situation, I don't think it would have. Yeah, that's what I'm big. saying. It's just the fact that I think they, you know, unfortunately passed away that he yeah. got. And so that's why they had to they feel like they had to do something to him and um i don't know man it's just a sad situation because i don't want his career to like fall you know because of that um i don't really know the guy personally um but i don't know we'll see how that goes i know uh, your boy cj he's a uh, was he number two right now and uh, uh, going to one, the Texans. one two three four 
they're all all the top four quarterbacks, which I don't really like. I don't like Anthony Richardson. Dude, that's another thing I want to talk about. Like he, okay, so Anthony Richardson is like your prime. Like you look at him, he looks like a number one pick. He's a yeah. big, strong, fast. Until you see him throw, he can do everything that you could possibly ask for except throw the football accurately. Yep. If he could throw the football accurately, this dude would be by far the number one pick. Yeah. And uh, I, but like I just don't understand. Like, how is he so high up on the board? I don't he know. Is legit, he like, went from, like, second round projected to, like, mid-first round. Well, I mean, that's what I always saw him as, is, like, a second-round pick. Yeah. And then I look at all the draft boards, I hear the experts talking about yeah. him, they see this guy as, like, five, six, seven. I'm and just now he's, like, it. now he's at one on some of them. That's, that's ridiculous. I don't know. I mean, I'm not an expert. I don't, and I don't watch, you know, Florida football and Anthony yeah. Richardson on a daily basis like, yeah. you know, some other Florida fans. I know but, some guys that do. Yeah, I mean, I do too. But they, and, but the people that watched him were not even a big fan of him. I mean, dude, he just yeah. wasn't like a great thrower of the football. No. And that's not really like – I'm not knocking him. I don't know him personally or anything like that. I mean, he's a you know a good quarterback. you got to be a good quarterback yeah. to be in the SEC and to go to the NFL. But I don't know. Him and uh, – what's his name? Played for Kentucky. Will Levis. Will Levis, yep. I, dude, I don't see like the – I don't either. It's like these are guys that are – you know, you could tell they have good mechanics yeah. and like they have some good things. But they just don't strike me. Like, if they're not performing well in college, I don't know why people think they're going to just perform yeah. well in the NFL. Like, if you're going 6-6, six and six, like, that, I think that was Florida's record. Something around there. It, it, it wasn't good. Same, nah. You know, Kentucky, same old, like, you know, they weren't really a great team either. But I guess, I mean, some people say, like, they're just not surrounded by good guys. Yeah, I mean, that and is true. And you put them on a good team, surrounded by weapons, they can perform well. I, I, but, I mean, mean I, yeah, that makes sense. Um and I guess that's probably true. Like when you look at Stetson Bennett, too, a guy who you know won two national championships, yeah. but you know you can't find that guy anywhere near like a first round or second no. round. And um, despite the numbers he put up and everything, I guess the argument can be made like he was just playing. His team was just so much better than every other team that yeah. how much of the success of Georgia can you really put on Stetson Bennett? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, so I guess I see where you're coming from there. Um, he had a pretty decent combine, if I remember right. I saw him throw a little bit. Um, he had a pretty good 40 time. I think he ran like a 4.6. Yeah, and he was jogging. He looked like he was literally jogging. Yes. Yeah, like, I don't. I know the dude's fast, but I yeah. feel like he could run so much faster than that. If it's like, could, what does that tell you about, I don't want like his character almost because he's jogging in the 40. I don't think he was jogging, though. I literally think it, that's how he was running. But like, it looked like he was jogging, and a bunch of people assumed he was jogging. Like, what if he had went, like, 100%? See, but, like, I don't know. See, I don't know him. Like, yeah. I've never seen him, like, run. Like, I've seen him run, but, But like, he's always in full pads. He's in full yeah. pads. It's different running in football than it is running the 40. Yeah. So, like, if he was jogging in the combine, I wouldn't want that dude anywhere near my team. No. But, you know, I, I think – I don't think he would jog during a combine. I mean, dude, this is the NFL combine. And especially after his arrest, like, a month ago. Yeah. It um, just kind of shows, like, just what he's about. Yeah, he. I've heard uh, stories about him that haven't exactly been positive stories. I've, I've heard stories um, too. And this is before he even was like a starter. Yeah. You know, I've, I was hearing stuff about him like a few years ago. There was this uh, one girl that told me, I guess she does the, um, I guess at these big colleges they have like these, I don't know if you would call them supervisors or anything, but they like make sure the players are back in the dorms yeah. at a certain time. They're not doing anything they're not supposed to be and all that. And like she was telling me how, he was just rude back then too. And yeah. this is, you know, years ago before he was even thought about being a starter. And um there was a I didn't watch the parade, but he had said some questionable things in like the parade. You know, they interviewed the players. Yeah. I guess they were in the stadium and he like said some things that even like the fans were like, yo, like 
Come yeah. on now. And he, with the parade, he was on his phone the whole time. He was on his phone, yeah. Um, so, you know, he didn't really make a good case for himself there. Even yeah. the fans that were, like, backing him up the whole time. He yeah. didn't go on social media, and they were, like, bashing him for what he said. Yeah. So... But, I mean, we're watching from the outside. We, we don't are. know what it's like on the yeah, inside. That's what I was going to get out here. Um, you know, I'm a pretty – I would like to say I'm pretty humble the way I carry myself. Yeah. But in the rare event, theoretically, say if I was a, you know, walk-on quarterback going to some school and my opportunity came to be a starting quarterback, yeah. but on social media I go around and I see millions of people saying I can't do it. Yep. And then, uh, and then and I, you come out and win and two, then national, I win two championships. national championships. I would probably be like the most arrogant. I like, would too. I, I would definitely. I don't know. I don't think I would be able to stay humble. I mean, honestly, I can't really blame him. Yeah. Because of all the bashing and like, I'm not even. I bashed him a little bit too. Like, I wasn't exactly the biggest fan of Stetson Bennett. Yeah. Um, while he was at Georgia, but I mean, at the same time, he's also won two national championships. I mean, what more can I say? Yeah. You know, you got to give him credit. But. Dude, that Georgia team, that's funny because I'll go on social media and they're, like, trying to compare that Georgia team to, like, the 2008 Florida team, you know, where they had Aaron Hernandez. and the LSU. Yeah, all, like, the the criminals on the team. Yep. Because, you know, there's a lot of Georgia players that have been getting in trouble. Well, speaking of that, you want to talk about Job Morant? Have you heard about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about it. Um, The first player to probably try to get out of the NBA, to make it out of the NBA. Yep. Um. No, I don't know much about the story. I mean, do you, do you know what? I, I mean, mean apparently like a he, was on, he was on Instagram Live, held a gun up, and then just got bashed for it. I mean, basically just trying to act like he, he got was, He got suspended for, I think, <laughs> eight games with no pay. Mm-hmm. So, and there's supposed to be an interview coming out tonight with him about talking about it. Uh, interview on, like, who's uh, interviewing? Scott Van Pelt, I think. Really? Yeah. Hey, but, I mean, I think. see what he has to say. But, like, there's some people in the NBA that, like, are like that, and Jaws not like that. Like, he didn't grow up like that. He grew up in a gated community. Well, here's my thing. Here's my thing, you know. There are a lot of people that are, you know, unfortunately born and raised in very, you know, unfortunate circumstances, you know, in in the hood and the poverty. And they, you know, they don't want to be there. You know, they, they don't like that lifestyle. They're trying to get out. And Josh the, trying to get into it. Yeah, but it's just like it's almost disrespectful to those that are growing up in yeah. areas like that for him to come out and, you know, try to be like waving his gun, like try to act like he's living that lifestyle because yeah. it's not a lifestyle that a lot of people like to live in. No. And you're a dude who's making millions of dollars like you've made it. You know, I, I don't know. I just don't understand what really why he's trying to be like that. Um, and I don't know much of his backstory. I don't know what no. you said he grew up in a yeah. gated community. See, yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you're at the point where you made it, you're making millions of dollars, like, you know, st- start a family. Yeah, like, I would do everything I could to stay in that situation. Exactly. I like, don't th- like, it always annoys me when I see people like get a good opportunity and they just throw it away or try yeah. to throw it away or they don't realize like what they're in yeah. because there are so many people and players I would love to trade spots with you. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, Hopefully he's learned his lesson. Um, I highly doubt he'll be doing that again. Cause, I mean, he was suspended yeah. without pay for a couple weeks. Is that right? uh, yeah, eight games. So, so like I mean, two weeks like, probably. I mean, yeah, these players make a lot of money, but I mean, you take away like that's a big part, yeah. a big chunk that they're losing. You know, when you lose like two weeks of pay, I mean, that's a lot of money in NBA. Yeah. Um, 
But we can stay on the basketball topic. Talk about March Madness. Who you got winning? Dude, I made – see, I don't follow it enough to really – I can't sit here and confidently tell you who's going to yeah. win it all. Because, hey, for nobody, like, no, nobody no can. one does, but, like, I don't know. I just haven't followed, like, the top teams even. Yeah. Um, I've watched a few games of, like, Alabama playing. I watched Houston a couple games. But um, I think a lot of my brackets, I had Marquette, Arizona, and what was the other team I had? Kansas. Those were, mm-hmm. like, my consistent championship yeah. winners. Um but, you know, like March Madness, you can't really – there's no way to really pick a perfect bracket by just going no. off the numbers. Like, you literally just have to get lucky. Yeah. Because like, there's always going to be that one upset. There's always that picks. one upset. And, you know, that's what's hard about making a bracket is because, like, you're trying to figure out where the upset is. Yep. Like, you'll see, like, a 2C playing a 15C, and you're like – you might have that gut feeling that that 15C could pull it off, but you yeah. would never pick them. No. Because, like, if you get that wrong, like, that's your bracket right yep. there. Because a two seed, if they make it out of the first round, they couldn't end up going to the championship. Exactly. I think um, I made, I made three realistic ones. I had Houston, Baylor, and Purdue, and then in my other one, I had Kennesaw State, because like, back home that's like the closest college to me. So I was just, and I have what uh, what seed are they? 14? They are a they're playing a three seed, so that makes them a fourteen. Okay. Yeah, we got. Two guys from my high school that play there, Chris Youngblood and Brandon Stroud. Okay. So hopefully they pull off the upset. Yeah. Um. I didn't know Kennesaw. I know they were they're FCS, aren't they? Uh, are they are. I think A Sun. Okay. I yeah. Think. See, I didn't know what a uh, conference they were in. I knew yeah. they were like Division One. Yeah. Um. But I didn't know if they were like FBS, FCS. Yeah, they got in because they won the conference championship. I think they beat Liberty by like one point, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's it's a close game. Huge. This is yeah. probably their first tournament appearance. Uh, first in a long time. Really? Yep. Um, do you know much about like Augusta University? Like, I know they lost to USC Aiken. Yeah. Um, what is? Do you know if they? Like, what's their schedule looking like now? Are they in a tournament? Like, yeah, they they lost in the March Madness since. They they made it. They were the first seed in the region, and there's eight regions. The winner of the eight regions go to the Elite Eight in I think Indianapolis. So are somewhere. they are they done? Yeah, they're out. Oh really? They won the first See, game against Emmanuel and Aiken. Yeah, I thought the, it was like a conference. No, they oh. won the conference championship, so they got the one seed in the tournament. Oh. And then they beat Emmanuel and then lost to the five seed Aiken. Uh, uh, wow. See, I didn't know that. See, I thought yeah. they were playing, like, you know, the conference tournament. You know, they have, you have like, the SEC tournament yeah. and all that. See, I thought that's what they were. They'd in. already won that. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. I, um, so it, was a, it was a tough loss because you got Tyshawn Crawford. Yeah, that's what I'm was saying. They had year. a lot of a lot of players from last year's team when they made it to the finals yeah. coming back. And, uh, you know, Tyshawn, uh, I watched him play a little bit, and I think he's even – you know, there are some scouts saying this dude's legitimate, yeah. like, could be picked up in the second round or free yeah. agency. Though. He's, like, NBA prospect. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you—they lost. They played Aiken three times, lost to him all three times. Wow, Aiken That's must like, have some like really good players then. Not really. They just know how to beat them. Yeah. Because it's like the biggest rivalry of the year. That's, just, that's another thing rivalries do play like a big yeah. role um, it's like that's the one game that they look for the whole year mm-hmm. and they won all three of them i just can't believe they're out like i literally yeah. thought that was just a conference wow well curious to see because i know a lot of those guys on the team are like seniors yeah so i think he had four of them he had uh uh you got tyshawn they got I think Darren Lucas was maybe a senior. Yeah, um, and then Miguel Arnold. Is that yeah, Miguel. One? And, and then a, there was another. one more. I See, I really need to like start following. I went to a few games, but I just, like, 
I'm not a big basketball fan. So you couldn't really like get into it. Like I mean, that. I like, could if could. I wanted to, but I really didn't want to. Yeah, you were just going for more like the school spirit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, I don't. I probably should do a better job of like following my own schools like sports teams, but yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I. There's just so much I try to follow that I can't. There's some things I just got to get left yeah. out. Like I just don't have enough time in my day. I wish I could, but yeah. And um, we can talk about something that's kind of related to the school. We can talk about the Masters. Yeah. Who you um, got winning? So, Scotty Scheffler. It's hard to bet against him. It's hard to bet against him. You got John Rahm. Dude's, yeah. like, just as consistent as possible. Um, yeah, if he's healthy, he's in the running. And I would love to pick Rory, but it's just, like, there's something about Rory that, like, yeah, he has the most beautiful swing probably, yeah. like, I have ever seen. But for some reason, I just don't see this dude winning. Like, yeah, he also doesn't major. like he doesn't like the new driver he's been forced to use. What um, what's he using? He's using the TaylorMade Stealth too. Oh, he is using the Stealth. But he doesn't like it. But then you got players like Scotty that are gaming it, and he's hitting it beautifully. But Rory just isn't feeling it, and he yeah. wishes he could go back to the other one. But since he signed with TaylorMade, he has mm-hmm. to use the newest product. That's another thing too. I think I um read something before i came in here there are like rules coming out that they got to use a certain golf ball now yeah. and i guess what this is supposed to do is supposed to help kind of counter the driving distance that some of these yeah. players are getting because you know you have guys like bryson DeChambeau, and you know just a lot of long like long hitters on tour now yeah. um and i know justin thomas he was asked about it in an interview and he was just not happy about it i don't think those that could hit the ball a long way should be getting penalized no. um they are talking about like adjusting courses too or yeah. like making them in a way where like you know the long drivers don't have such an advantage but yep. i don't know what, what's your opinion on that so my opinion is because they're I, I read a little bit about it and it was uh that they're going to make one ball for all the pros mm-hmm. that all of them use and that also means for the usga like for all the professional qualifier tournaments They'd have to use that ball. But most of them aren't on these deals where they get those balls for free. Mm-hmm. And I imagine these balls are going to be a lot more expensive than yeah. balls on the market yeah. right now. So you're going to have amateurs trying to qualify for the professional tournaments having to pay like 200 bucks for a sleeve of balls and then probably lose them. Yeah. That's what I do. That's why I don't spend money on balls. Yeah, I, dude, I always – so if you go to academy um, – you know, you go to academy, you can get these reloads. Have you – yeah, you know, I'm talking about the, like the refurbishment. Ref- yeah, yeah, dude, you can get like some good deals on those. Yeah. Um, that's usually what I go for because I mean they're decent golf balls, yeah. but like you're not spending like you know forty dollars because I'm just not a good enough golfer to you know keep them in play. Yeah, like, I working lose. at a golf course though is good because I just get like I'll work a day and I'll walk out at the end of the night with like fifteen balls. Do you like go around? So I don't know like, what your job is on the course. No, so I I just do like golf course or the golf carts. So, oh, okay. like, when people get done playing, they'll just leave the gol- the, the, the balls in the cart, yeah. and then I'll just snag at, um, them. I guess the country club, but, yep. right, yeah. So, you yeah. mean, you probably get, like, people there that have too much money. And, yeah. They just, yeah, they just, just leave, leave brand new balls that they hit once. So, I'll gladly take them. Do you, like, see a lot of golf clubs getting left, too? Uh, do, do you all have, like, a golf club, lost and found? Our rule is, in the lost and found, if it's there for a month, it's free game. Okay. So, people bring something in, we got to wait a month till we can have it. But that's the reason for, like, say somebody comes in, like, a week after and they say they lost it, you got to give it back to them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, I try not to take anything after a month even because, but, like, if it's something that, like, I need or, like, I don't have and it's been there for, like, six months, mm-hmm. I'll, yeah, I'll just I, slide out with it. Yeah, I need a new three-wood. 
Um, and then if I could get, I need another wedge, like, because I have a 56, yeah. and I need, like, a 52. Yeah, um, I rock a 54, 58, 62. You, 62? Yeah. I could never hit a 62. Six, my 62 is, like, my 100, like, 100 right on the dot club. You got some pretty, like, that's pretty strong that if you yeah. can hit a 60, you know, that I, far. I like to think I hit it pretty far besides my driver. Mm. My driver, I don't even keep it in my bag most of the time. Really? Yeah, it's that bad. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. Um, that But there's a lot of people that can play with just irons or even yeah. just a three-wood, but can still score pretty good. And I mean, like, my three-wood's my T-club. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, you don't have to exactly hit the ball a long ways to score well. Like, if you... Nah. That's what I've learned. You just like, gotta keep it in past, play. Yeah, past couple of years, if you can get a good fairway finding club, yep. like for me, I'm trying to work on. You know, I've been working a lot on like my tee shots with like a five iron, uh, four iron, um, because it's just so much easier to keep the ball in yep. play than when you're hitting a driver. I mean, if you can get really consistent with that, you could score well. And um, and then I, I like to believe that if I could put the ball, I could be yep. you know low to mid 80s. Short games where I the just, money's made. It is, and I just don't practice it enough. Um, yep. I finally started getting into like practicing my short game lately and like hitting my inside, you know, 70 yard shots yeah. and my pitches and my flops and everything. And I'm yep. starting to like kind of dial that in. So I haven't played around in a while. So curious to see how I'll score them. That's why the pros are so good. Cause That's they practice why, yes, every day. They practice the short game. And, but like, here's that thing that just like makes me mad because in the area, there's not really like, like you got wedges and woods yeah. and like you could practice there, but I'm not trying to spend like $10 to practice yeah. my short game. You know what I mean? I mean, you can just go in the backyard, chip around. I mean, I could, I mean, for sure. But my backyard is like, there's a pool yeah, and there's only like a couple areas where I, I yeah. could legitimately chip around, but yeah. I don't know. And then like, or just practice your putting on a carpet inside. Yeah. Um, Some slow actually, greens. I had just gotten like this putting aid. Yeah. Like I found like a good deal for one where you know it's like you could place your putter down and it shows you like what a square club face looks like yeah. and like you have the mirror so you know your eyes will be over a line and um that tells you like your you know position well over the golf ball. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see uh, how it goes. I'll try to get some rounds in. Yeah. And uh see if I can break my record. Yeah, I think we'll I think we'll pick up on that on the next podcast. Yeah, we will. For sure. Well, we'll guys. See how it goes. Thanks for listening. This is the Spill the Tea podcast. I'm Jackson. I'm Drew. And thanks for listening.